a kinder, gentler, anti-Christian Southern Poverty Law Center? On Friday, October 8th, IFI received this strangely kind email from the Southern Poverty Law Center investigative reporter Brett Barracare, an email similar, I learned, to one sent to Mark Krikorian, the executive director of the Center for Immigration Studies, but more on that later. Barracare's email to us said, and I quote, Hi, I'm a reporter with the Intelligence Project in Montgomery, Alabama. I hope this finds you well. Currently, I'm assisting a colleague with a story about Franklin Graham speaking to IFI. Why did IFI choose him as a speaker? What did he tell the group? How was he received during his talk? And has Mr. Graham spoken to the group before? If so, when? We are aiming to produce a story next week. Thank you for your time and assistance. Sincerely, Brett. End quote. I say strangely kind because IFI has been included on the SPLC's hate groups list since 2008, one month after I began working for IFI. At the time, the SPLC had zero criteria for determining which groups or individuals constitute haters, a fact I pointed out in articles and to the unscrupulous, unpleasant Mark Potok and his equally unscrupulous, unpleasant henchperson Heidi Byrick both of whom headed up the intelligence project that maligns conservative groups as hate groups. Both Potok and Byrick have resigned in the wake of widespread bipartisan criticism of the SPLC's profligate, unjustified labeling of conservative organizations as hate groups because of the SPLC's abandonment of its mission to combat racism its greedy profiteering and fear-mongering, and accusations of sexual misconduct and racism leveled at disgraced and fired founder Morris Dees. You can read more about our history with the moral miscreants at the SPLC if you go to this article online and we link to a true story about the Southern Poverty Law Center. Upon receipt of this strangely kind email with strange questions about Franklin Graham, who just a week earlier was IFI's keynote banquet speaker, I decided to find out a bit about Barracare. I discovered he omitted something from his job title. On the website Muckrack, he identifies as, quote, investigative reporter at SPLC Center and at Hate Watch, end quote. The SPLC's Hate Watch describes its mission as exposing hate groups and other extremists throughout the United States since 1981. In the service of, quote, exposing hate groups and other extremists, end quote, Barrowcare contacted IFI to inquire about Franklin Graham, hashtag IROL. Barrowcare is profiled on the professional journalism website Muckrack, which derives its name from the term muckrake. Theodore Roosevelt coined the term muckrakers to refer to journalists who investigate and expose corruption with the intent of reforming society. But the origin of the term muckrake is older and more fitting of the SPLC's dirty work. So this is what I wrote to Barrowcare in response. And I quote myself, Dear Brett, surely you jest. You want IFI to help the ethically impoverished SPLC's risibly named Intelligence Project produce what is likely yet another smear of a good person? Muckraker is a fitting description for those who do the dirty work of the SPLC, 
Here is the origin of the term muckraker from John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress, and I quote, The interpreter takes them apart again and has them first into a room where was a man that could look no way but downwards with a muckrake in his hand. There stood also one over his head with a celestial crown in his hand and proffered to give him that crown for his muckrake. But the man did neither look up nor regard, but raked to himself the straws, the small sticks, and the dust of the floor. His muckrake doth show his worldly mind. And whereas thou seest him rather give heed to rake up straws and sticks and the dust of the floor than to do what he says that calls to him from above with the celestial crown in his hand. It is to show that heaven is but a fable to some and that things here are counted the only things substantial. Now, whereas it was also showed thee that the man could look no way but downwards, it is to let thee know that earthly things, when they are with power upon men's minds, quite carry their hearts away from God. End quote. Many don't know that the SPLC also has a toxic educational arm called teaching tolerance, whose de facto goal is to carry the hearts of other people's children away from God. And I quote from their website, Our mission is to help teachers and schools educate children and youth to be active participants in a diverse democracy. Teaching Tolerance provides free resources to educators, teachers, administrators, counselors, and other practitioners who work with children from kindergarten through high school. Educators use our materials to supplement the curriculum, to inform their practices, and to create civil and inclusive school communities. Our program emphasizes social justice and anti-bias. The anti-bias approach encourages children and young people to challenge prejudice and learn how to be agents of change in their own lives. Our social justice standards show how anti-bias education works through the four domains of identity, diversity, justice, and action, end quote. Conservatives should no longer be duped by leftist jargon. Anytime the terms educate, civil, inclusive, social justice, anti-bias, challenge prejudice, identity, and diversity appear, you know you've entered the upside down where the meanings of words bear little resemblance to their true meanings. Educate means indoctrinate. Civil means incivility toward conservatives, especially Christians. Inclusive means affirm homosexuality and cross-sex identification and ostracize Christians. Social justice means the same thing. Anti-bias means promote anti-Christian bias. Challenge bias means the same thing. Identity means treat progressive beliefs about sexuality as unassailable moral precepts. And diversity means race, skin color, sex, class, and deviant sexuality. The SPLC's description of teaching tolerance omits mention of the chief goal of the SPLC, the eradication of theological orthodoxy from the public square. Coincidentally, a National Review's blog, The Corner, Mark Krikorian of the Center for Immigration Studies, shared that he received a similar email from another investigative reporter with the SPLC at about the same time IFI received ours. 
The Center for Immigration Studies is part of a lawsuit against the SPLC, which added CIS to its infamous hate groups list shortly after Trump's election. Krikorian's email, which he hilariously describes as Howdy, hater, came from senior investigative reporter Michael Edison Hayden, who in late September tweeted out, and I quote, I'm extremely excited about the team we are assembling at Hate Watch, end quote. Hayden begins with the kind of warm salutation, the howdy part, one wouldn't expect from someone who views you as a hater and scourge of society, starting his email to Krikorian with, I hope you guys are having a good day. If you DC folks are a Nationals fan, congratulations, end quote. Then Hayden got down to the nitty-gritty hater part, and I quote him, Anyway, I wanted to ask you guys about some stuff I have on my plate here. Someone sent me a rather large volume of Stephen Miller's emails from the run-up to the 2016 election. There are a lot of newsworthy things in these emails. I know he gave a keynote for you in 2015, so obviously there is some degree of connection, but I didn't know how much, end quote. Hayden went on to ask five questions about CIS's involvement with Stephen Miller, Trump's senior policy advisor, including asking about the degree of closeness between CIS and Miller, similar to the question Barrow asked IFI about Franklin Graham. Krikorian, who, rather than responding to Hayden, forwarded his email to attorneys handling the lawsuit, noted this bizarre conclusion to Hayden's email, and I quote, Krikorian. The email ends inscrutably with warm regards. But either you're writing to the head of a hate group who thinks foreigners are cockroaches, or you offer warm regards. It can't really be both. End quote. The SPLC has proven repeatedly for decades that it is incapable of intellectual consistency, honesty, or morality. The SPLC hasn't changed its stripes.